All right. Welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. What's up, Justin? How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Awesome. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. And Nick took some time off. He had some <laughs> travel for work. Oh, that was me. <laughs> that was on me. <laughs> that one's on me. Uh, but, uh, you know, we like all to, good uh, things. All good things. Yeah, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all, all glory to Ooh. God. Right. What? What? Yeah, so out here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world, and uh, we have arrived to episode 140, which means we're 140 episodes old, so congratulations, Nick. Mm. Still unreal. Still unreal. Yes, yeah, yeah. unreal that we've, got, we've made it this far. We have, we, you haven't got tired of me yet, and our what? families haven't got tired of us doing this yet. This is... You know, it's got to be a God thing. Now that you said that, like in the beginning, we had this great plan, like, hey, we'll just get, we'll get everybody together. And they're like, no, nah, you guys are idiots. You guys go do your thing. <laughs> do you. You guys go do you and we'll just still be your, your wife. We're like, okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks for loving me. <laughs> for loving me. <laughs> but um, no, like 140 divine appointments. I can't get sick of you, Nick. You're my brother, man. Come on. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. yeah. Boost my confidence yeah. a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. No, I'll bring you back down later. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're here to knock you down. <laughs> uh, but today's topic uh, was glory. Uh, so, you know, obviously, uh, I'm curious to see, you know, where, where the Lord took you on this one. Mm. Um, yeah, at first I was like, okay, this was, you know, this was, this was my topic. Lord, where do you want to go? And I felt like I didn't have anything. And then all of a sudden I had too much. I had to, I had to parse it down. I was like, all right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Praise God. Yeah, that's a good thing. hundred percent. Well, when you think about it, right, that's a, that's just one word, but very, very broad topic, right? Mm, thank um, you. Yeah. And uh, we'll see where you're going, but, you know, the Lord kind of reminded me of a couple of things about, you know, our walk and who we are. Right. Uh, but Nick, what were you thinking when I uh, came, with, came up with this topic? <laughs> the producers are fired again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I, as I was saying, rails. as I was saying, I was like, "Oh man, we had a good run. <laughs> we were tossing we it. Run. We had a good run. <laughs> back to back to square one." Right. I shouldn't have answered your question. That's that's what happened. <laughs> Leave it blank so it just show up. Freestyle. Yeah. We uh, when you when you mentioned glory, my uh, my head started kind of just going in different directions because, like you said, it's it is a broad topic and statement, and it's like, oh man, how what uh lord what do you want us or me even specifically to talk about your glory because you are the one that deserves all the glory um but also trying to apply it to you know personal and also the things we go through um for walk purposes because we are preserving illuminates so we are supposed to be a salt and, and a light in the bland and dark world so we are here to encourage others by um of course, what scriptures the, the Lord gives us, but also by the experiences and things that we have, may have gone through or are going through. Um, so for me, when you said glory, I was like, man, that's, that's, uh, that's it. That's the focus um, for our, our walk right now as a, as a family is just stay focused on his glory because everything here um, is going to fail us. Everything here is going to not live up to said expectation, right? Mm. So for me, Romans Romans is my book. That's right. that that's the book that uh, got that was the one that punctured my heart and kind of 
really started drawing me in uh, to the love of Christ and really understanding me as a person and how I am and how I was born in a certain way and how I needed to be needed to be saved. And as a Roman, I, I like I said, I, I kind of uh, really clung to that because I felt like as a as a man here in America, I felt like a Roman. I felt like I was the quote unquote Roman of yeah. of the time. And uh, and I I felt like this letter was written straight to me, directly to me, uh, specifically for me. So I hold that close and dear. Um, so when you talked about glory, Romans eight came up in my head, and just fifteen through I'm going to read fifteen through eighteen, kind of just a, a middle of the middle of the chapter. I, I encourage anyone that's listening to read the rest and the before and after for Romans eight. I I, I would suggest reading Romans six through eight. Um, just because it does break down our walk and how um, how specific um, Jesus was in, in coming here to save us, save me, save um, sinners like us. But yeah, so Romans eight fifteen uh, to eighteen says, "So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when you would, when He adopted you as His own children." Now he, we call him Abba Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. And verse 18, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. And for me and, and for my family and our walk, we we grew closer to God when we started really taking into effect and taking to heart that we are now God's ch- children, that he adopted us. So it's not that we were born into a family and he just has to deal with us. He adopted us, meaning he chose us to share in his glory. And when I took that personally and when my wife took that personally and my kids take that personally, we've seen a change in the family dynamic because now we're seeking to give God all the glory because of what he's done for us. And to choose me for all, after all the things I've done, the, the way my mind thinks, the way my flesh works, the way my heart deceives, yet God still chose to bring me into his glory so that I can experience it, but also to share it with, with him, which is like for me, um, Nothing that we will go through here will ever dilute or make that not seem so amazing as it is because mm-hmm. every day as I get closer to him, that glory just seems so much more amazing every single day, but also seems so much more closer that when it gets closer, it just makes me want to get closer. <laughs> yeah, you're like a moth drawn to the flame, exactly. right? Like, you know, you just can't help but just go to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the glory of God is something that we we continue to pursue. We can't fathom, but we should always be looking for it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's easy it's easy to see the creation being worshipped and glorified, and not not the Creator, right? Which is man's fall ultimately, also right. Satan's fall for that matter. Right. Um, and like as we as we as we seek the Lord and you get to see his goodness, his glory, his love for us, um, like it it you just want more, right? You can <laughs> never it's weird, like you, you can't get enough. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And 
and you know most of us have experience and if you haven't then i encourage you to 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 you know to spend time until you have but like you get into god's word and it's just like it like opens your eyes you're like oh my goodness like okay well, well like what else what else mm-hmm. and you keep you have that hunger um and you know your devotion time you know goes way longer than it should have than you had you know scheduled for the day or whatever <laughs> uh but you know that's 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 time where you know it's very intimate while you're with the lord and you're drawn closer to him and you kind of get an idea of his glory that's why i love to like go camping and 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 go outdoors like went on a hike yesterday with jordan and like just to see how beautiful god's natural creation is right untouched by man ungoverned by man like you know it's god's glory is it's amazing and this is nothing like this is like what we got going on here even the most beautiful thing we can ever think of is nothing compared to what we're going to see in heaven Mm. and that's where his glory is truly shown right and when you look at you know if you look at when when Moses was was even, you know, in the vicinity, so close to the glory of God, when he came down, like they were like, dude, you need to put a veil on your face. Your oh, face is shining. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that is that is not God's glory. That is a reflection right. and a little remnant yeah. <laughs> of God's glory <laughs> left over from a dude that hiked down a mountain. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, the 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 glory of God is something that we should continue um, to pursue, but it's his glory that we have to pursue and not our own or not anybody else's and to him be all the honor and glory. Um, you know, and that's the, that's what we as Christians should be doing. Um, the reason this, this came to mind one, uh, it was a song that was, it was, uh, that, that I was listening to. Um, but also, you know, something that I look for, like, especially in like sports, uh, and MMA fighting, um, you know, I, 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 I gravitate towards people that are Christians mm-hmm. um, because I want to support them and, 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 and cheer them on. Uh, but I also look for people that, you know, when they're interviewed, like, what do they say? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's people that'll say, Oh, thank God. Right. And then there's people that, you know, that will, that will stop the question that they're being asked and say, hold on a second. I want to give, you know, all glory to my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I, I gravitate towards those people. Cause I'm like, yes, that's exact. That's, that's not taking God's glory, right? First of all, you give it to him. Everything I got is him, right? Mm. What question do you have? Mm. And I like, I'm serious, right? I like, I like that approach because that's the way we should be approaching everything in life. It's, it's easy to say right now, right? right? Yeah. On this podcast, cause we prepared for it. Right. <laughs> um, but to do it in life mm. significantly harder, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I don't, I don't, I can't, I couldn't think of a better example of that than the Stephen the martyr mm, nice. right because Stephen the martyr does like he gives god his glory but i also have my personal opinion unvetted you know not 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 commentated on by anybody else but justin moss <laughs> um but i do i do like to think that because of where he was positioned in life that he didn't feel pain mm. and because of the way it's chronicled i don't i don't suspect that he did but you talk about giving giving glory to God, right? He he called out all of the religious leaders of the time. He called them all out, called them stiff neck, like he just went off, went off on them. He was like, you guys don't even understand what you're doing, right? And to have the boldness to do it at that time, the church was already facing moderate, we'll call it moderate persecution, and it was just going to get progressively worse hmm. from that point on, uh, up until today. Um, and 
him facing that, he did exactly what he was called to do and accepted the punishment for what he was, what he did, mm -hmm. right? Because he didn't resist. But instead of like focusing on the situation and the circumstances, like he was just looking up. He's like, oh, look what I see. Mm -hmm. And I'll read to you guys what, what, you know, what, what, what he saw. So Acts chapter seven, uh, verses 54 through 60. Um, and it says, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth. So this was post him calling everybody out. And as these people heard this, they were cut to the heart. Um, and the only way that happens is if there's some sort of, uh, of, of like guilt or understanding that you have been called on the carpet mm. for who you are. So it, what th th this, this really hurt people and they, they, um, responded in anger, uh, because they were struck to the heart, right? They responded in anger and wrath and took it upon themselves to not even, not even go through any fair judgment of them. They're like, take them outside and stone them right now. Mm -hmm. Right. They're like, that's it. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. So think about those people's hearts as they're doing this, because what they, what happens next changes, you know, and in, in my opinion, you know, Saul or Paul's life. Mm -hmm. um, so verse 55 says, but he being full of the Holy spirit gazed into heaven and get this and saw the glory of God. He saw the glory of God. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, look, I see the heavens open and the son of man standing at the right hand of God. He got a glimpse into heaven. Mm. He got a glimpse into heaven. And if you think about what's happening, hey, I'm sure most of the people were like, this dude's losing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Like maybe when he called us out, like he just wasn't in his right mind. But if you look at it, if you look at it from Steven's position in shoes, like when we're going through something good, bad, or indifferent, are we looking up? Like, are we, are we seeing the glory of God in this situation? Are we stuck in this situation and saying, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. Oh my, I, I can't believe this. Or we're like fully joyful. Like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe like, you know, for sports, I won the game. Like we won the championship. This is awesome. I just want to thank all my friends. It's like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> I want to thank all the little people that made this dream possible. <laughs> Uh, but continuing on in verse 57, then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen and get this, listen to this. And he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. In my opinion, this is just a Justin Moss opinion. Like, I truly don't think he felt pain. You know what I mean? Because he never took his eyes off of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, he did not. To the point where he's, he's basically interceding for these people that are murdering him. Mm -hmm. Right? That is, that is what happens when we keep our eyes locked on God. And we're seeking the glory of God and not our own. Because he didn't say, I can't believe I'm going through this. I can't believe, I, hold on, guys. You know what I mean? He just, he just like, he locked eyes, saw heaven, is like, that's where I'm going. Mm. Lord, forgive them. Yeah. It's crazy. He's eternally locked in. Eternally. And, I, um, man, that's great. Like, you know, like, I'm thinking about it, like, putting myself in the, in the situation, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, humanly speaking, he was, he was able to do so much. But then it also says that full of the Holy Spirit, 
so he's he's also being led by the spirit too so when you're when you're seeking god's will and you're in his will the spirit intervenes and takes over and in, in, in those gaps that we can't fill and and you you could be right like maybe that's what the spirit even does as far as the pain like the spirit could be taking the pain yeah from him because of the obedience that he's that he's acting out in front of many people right in front of mm -hmm. the leaders in front of uh, his friends etc and that's why Romans 8:15 or sorry 8:17 and 18 stood out to me with those verses that I shared because yet we share God's glory we also must share his suffering mm. and Stephen Stephen shared in the same suffering that Jesus did he was he was basically put to put to death by his own brothers um like Jesus was right and he and, and Stephen even responded how Jesus did he even said lord not do not charge them for what they do forgive them he's even seeking forgiveness for the ones killing him and yeah, like how 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 can we get to that level? Yeah. We need the Holy Spirit, right? We need Jesus. But how as Christians, as men, as people, children of God, that should be the goal, right? It's just eternally locked in no matter what physical situation or circumstance we're going through because we were promised that we will share his glory, but while here we are going to share his suffering. Mm -hmm. And then verse 17 in Romans 8 says, but yet we suffer now, but what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us then. Amen. So it's like, that, that was, I'm, I'm I, man, God is so good. Like for you to even bring up the Stephen, these Stephen verses is like the picture of exactly that where it's, hey, we're going to, we're going to go through things because one, it's, it's, our bodies are, are deteriorating, right? Like it's inevitable that uh, everything here is going to end. Um, but while going through things, the way to endure is by seeking God's glory, by being eternally locked into what he has in store for us there rather than what we're going through here. And that's what we have to focus on, right? And I think to your point, like Stephen emulated that well, understanding like we're, we're going to go through some some tough times. We're going to go through a lot of things, but how we approach it, how we receive it, and what we're looking at through those things um, will be a witness not only for our close family uh, and, and, and relatives, but for everybody that ever comes in contact with us, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, there's there's been there's been a lot of of like turmoil and turbulence in 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 our country, and even you know, like all the things that are taking place in the world. And it's hard, it's hard to see God at work in the negative things that are, that are taking place, a division that's taking place. Um, but void of, you know, not seeking the Lord and his glory, mm. we could get caught up in these things. We can get caught up in earthly, worldly types of situations. But, you know, in the time that Stephen was there, like, you know, they were, they were trying to share the gospel and they were trying to live out the Great Commission, but they faced opposition, mm -hmm. right? They faced opposition to where, you know, they, they would have to be nomads because they couldn't necessarily stay in any given place for longer than a certain period of time or, you know, they, they, they were going to be killed. There were, there were you know, um, basically, you know, wanted posters, right, of, mm -hmm. of, of them all over the place saying, watch out. You know, if this dude shows up, kill him on site. That's it. 
And, you know, we're not at that point from a persecution standpoint here in the United States. Um, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be seeking the glory of God uh, and what we do and who we are and representing him the best way possible. Uh, but that only happens, you know, if we're completely aligned with his will uh, and having him order our steps and keeping our eyes focused on him and giving him all the glory. Uh, because, you know, as Stephen did that, you know, this this time in his life should have been like the worst, right? Where this is it. This is the end. And when he's faced with those things, he didn't, he didn't buckle. He, he stood fast. Right. Um, and, and he did exactly what, you know, anybody should do in that situation. And that's, you speak the truth, right. And you leave the consequences up to the Lord, right. Mm -hmm. You speak the truth and you leave the consequences up to the Lord. And if he calls you home, he calls you home. And if he doesn't, then, you know, you get to, you get to, you know, share the gospel another day, right? Paul's entire life post, you know, the road to Damascus, he lived that out. Mm -hmm. He lived that out until the, until the very end. And, you know, some of his letters are, 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 are very encouraging. And if you want to really kind of get a, a good glimpse into Paul's heart, you just read second Timothy because the way he mm -hmm. pours into Timothy and challenges him to be the man that he was called to be is that same challenge for us as Christians. And you only get that when you see the glory of God, when you understand he is high and lifted up, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I always love how, how, how Stephen, you know, says it, you know, like, look, I see the son of man. Like, I could just picture that. And, you know, if we could just stay right there, if we could just look and see the son of man, mm -hmm. if we could just stay just, just right there and keep our eyes focused on him, uh, the, the world will truly be better for it, right? Because we're all created for a purpose and God has a plan. And, you know, everything outside of that is sin. Hmm. And, and read, um, read verse 56 again. Verse 56. You want me to do it in the big boy Bible? The, yeah. The, the medium boy Bible? I just want to see if it says this. Yeah, it says, uh, verse 56 says, uh, and said, look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Okay. So the, the NLT says standing as well. So he got a standing ovation, right? Like from Jesus, like Jesus isn't like sitting at the right hand of the father. He's, he's standing at the right hand. So like, it's like, he's welcoming That's what I was Stephen thinking. in. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, even when you're talking about that right now, I'm like picturing, you know, cause I have, an, I have a vivid imagination sometimes where I was like, man, that, that picture of like Jesus maybe sitting and then standing to like welcome, but also he's, he's, congratulating him for running the race, right? Mm -hmm. Like finishing in a way that was stronger than what he, humanly he probably could have done, but he, he focused on the Lord and stayed faithful and then was able to literally die for his faith, being, being the first martyr, right? Like the mm -hmm. first Christian martyr. And for me that I read, I was just reading a book. It was like a 40 day book. Like it was a 40 day devotional, but it was uh, by a voice of martyrs. Mm. And it's called When Faith is Forbidden, 40 Days on the Front Lines with Persecuted Christians. Oh, wow. And it was like every day was a different story of this Todd Nettleton guy going to a different country and meeting with someone that was affected by a martyr for their faith. And every single, there's 40 stories and he's, you know, I'm sure there's way more than just 40, but these 40 stories, every single one. You know, some dating back to like 2007, some as new as like 2019, but like every single one of them, they've dealt with a loss of a family member 
and ostracized from family mm -hmm. families, uh, lost jobs, lost everything because of their belief in Jesus, and they live in Islamic nations, etc. And every single one of them, all they can do in every single situation was just give glory to God. Mm. Every single one. Like, and the guy would like press, like, well, how can you glorify God when you're sitting in prison for 15 years? And then the guy's just like, well, that's where God wanted me. So it turned into a prison ministry. And then, mm. you know, there was, al there was always an answer of glorifying God in response. And I'm like, man, that, these people are dealing with this type of persecution, lo losing their lives, like how Stephen had to. Mm -hmm. And yet they're just seeking to glorify God every moment and chance they can get, even though they've gone through the worst of worst. And then yet I'm over here complaining about, you know, the dumbest of things. And I don't even want to list them because they're so dumb. But like I, I complain about everything at some time at times and how hard things are, how difficult they could be. But and yet if I just kept focus on God and his glory and his son, he would pull and push me through anything and everything. And then even if it's a suffering, like you said, in the end, we win anyways, because yeah. eternally we are set. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're guaranteed heaven. Yeah. Imagine that. Right. And again, right. Easy for us to, to say it right. Sitting in these chairs, but you know, harder, harder to live out. But you know, we have enough witnesses and testimonies that have gone before. So no one, it can be done, mm -hmm. uh, but two that that should be done. Mm. And that's something that we have to kind of keep, keep our, our minds, our hearts, our daily, our daily walk, you know, focused on, you know, that voice of martyrs, like it's a, they do a good job kind of, uh, you know, socializing what's taking place mm -hmm. for the persecuted church. As a matter of fact, I have like the, the March calendar for the voice of martyrs. Uh, oh, the prayer calendar. Yeah, the I have it on calendar. my desk at yeah. work too. Every day. Yeah. A different country. A different country. Um, because, you know, there's people that are facing, you know, way more persecution than we are. Right. And, you know, they're still glorifying God. You know, when you read some of the stories like these, you know, these people, one of them I read, uh, a guy in, a guy in Iran, uh, who, he's, he's a pastor and he, they would have like this, like, like a little home Bible study in a church and they would try to witness to these, to the Muslims, but they, the Muslims would you know, accept Jesus as our Lord and savior, but somehow would like immediately get persecuted. Mm -hmm. Like the enemy just like knew and how, like how, how, how the people, the Muslims out there, the radicals and the people would find out that these people converted was like, they didn't say in the story where I was just like blown away. Like, how did they know mm -hmm. that that conversion happened? And like it's the enemy, of course, like mm -hmm. right, right away. But to the end, these people would glorify God mm -hmm. to the end. Right. Cause then they realize like, this is the one true God. Mm -hmm. you know, Chuck Smith said this, um, on, a, on, a, um, on a message. I, I think, I think it was last week that I heard it, but he was going through Jeremiah. He's still going through where I am at. He's going through Jeremiah. And he said, uh, he, he was talking about, you know, how, you know, back, back in Israel, even as they continued to excavate, they, that they find like these little idols, Right, these little idols and the and you know and he's like that's why god brought judgment on israel and why jeremiah was a weeping prophet you mm -hmm. know because you know hundreds and thousands of years later they're excavated and these people had idols in their homes and you should you should have no other gods before me mm -hmm. pretty pretty plain and simple um but chuck smith said this which i just i absolutely love he said do you want 
a God that you have to carry or do you want a God that could carry you? And I was like, whoa, mm. right? I'll take the ladder. I'll take the ladder. <laughs> I'll take the ladder. But that's something that really kind of penetrated in my heart as, as we seek the glory of God. We know that he's going to carry us through it, mm. right? Mm. But anything that we could carry, like it's not, that's, that's wrong, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, when we think about what carrying is and, and how God has, again, like we talked about, a plan, a plan for our lives. Like when we yoke up with him, right, his burden is easy and his burden is light. It's when we try to take our own burdens and not seek the glory of God and not yoke up with him that we feel the pressure and all the all the things that weigh us down. And then we 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 start to have these little like gaps where the enemy can 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 slide in there and start to tell us and see, you know, sow seeds of lies, right? Mm -hmm. And dissension and these things that would separate us. And that, that doesn't happen only on the negative things. That happens probably, in my opinion, more so on the positive things. Because mm -hmm. when you're going through a tough time, we tend to lean on the Lord for help because we know we need him. Mm -hmm. But when you're going through the mountaintop experiences, you know, that's when like pride will start to seep in, right? That's right. when these things start to seep in that, you know, it only takes, you know, a couple of degrees of separation for the enemy to, to, to seep in. However, if we're focusing on the glory of god if we're giving him all the glory then then the enemy's not welcome he's just not welcome there right, right? he's not welcome in this place yeah and that's 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 the defense mechanism right when mm -hmm. the enemy when the enemy's knocking at your door he's he's bothering you one you got to know that there's there's a there's an opening somewhere so you need to find that and pray and and, and quit that repent but also the way to block and deter from those distractions or the doubts or the, the things that he puts, the enemy puts in our heads and minds uh, is diverting it by scripture, by mm -hmm. what God's saying in his word, the promises that we get to hold on to, but then also giving it all to him. Like you said, that, that yoke being yoked up to him and that Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 are, are some of you know, some favorite verses from, from I said 27 to 30, but it's just about giving it to him because the only peace that we can receive is going to be from him. Mm -hmm. And the world is just going to create more baggage. And when, when reading it last, I, I, I couldn't help but picture, you know, like me walking into like a, an airport with like five, six check-in bags, <laughs> you know, a backpack and then a duffel bag and me just walking in like super late. Like, that's just how I roll. And then I'm like, God, here's, uh, here's me, you know, here right. I am. <laughs> and then he like, all he does is he takes all of that and then gives me this one little carry on bag and says, go forward. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. He gives you a ticket. He just gives you like a little ticket. You yeah. can pick it up at your next uh, destination. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. And uh, when you said, you know, when, when the enemy comes knocking, um, you just tell Jesus to answer the door. Yeah. Hey, Jesus, can you, can you get that? Yeah. And he's got it. It's for you. It's for you. That, that one's for you. Yeah. Right. Um, but also I wanted to talk about, um, first Timothy chapter one, um, verses 12 through 17. And mainly because, um, when we think about, when we think about who, who Jesus is, and what Jesus can do for us, he empowers us to be the, the man and woman that God has called us to be. 
Uh, but through those things, what we do after we have that empowerment, after we have that boldness, after we have um, the strength and courage to do what he has called us to do, the next step after we have made it through there is extremely important. And that's where like that glory comes in, right? Who gets the glory, right? Are you, are you trying to take God's glory? Watch out, right? Mm. Or are we giving him the glory, right? And something personally for me that I've found to, to especially early on in my walk and still to this, to this day, like if I, if I ever feel like something's going good or something's going right, or, you know, I feel like there could be glory placed on me, I try to get back to work. Hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't have time to ruminate and, and kind of marinate in that situation. I just shut up and get back to work. Just, just keep going. You're not home yet. Right. Just, I'm serious, man. Like just, and that, it works for me because you know me. Cause I just, home, right. It makes I, so much more sense now. Yeah. Why I'm always on the move. You just keep going. Right. You, ju you just keep going. Like, don't stop. Um, I, I would personally prefer to come into heaven, just like smoking dead <laughs> tired. Like, all right, Lord, I just, I tried. I, that, that, that wasn't all I had, but I, 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 I gave it a good shot. Right. Because I, I personally struggle and I always, I don't always, I think about this often, like, like, what am I going to say when I see Jesus face to face? Mm -hmm. And I still, to this day, to this day, like the first words are going to come out of my mouth are, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm serious. That should be the first word out of everybody's mouth. Yeah. I, no I mean, I don't how know. good you think you are. Yeah. Dude, we, we all fall short. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right. But just that, yeah, I'm sorry that he had to do that for me. Right. And yeah. I, I still, I still know I'm not worth it, but he did it. You know what I mean? And, and. And it was done way before I could even have a decision on it. Thank God. Right. <laughs> um, but also like because of what he did and because we know where we're going and because he, he has, um, you know, sacrificed himself for us to him, be all the honor and glory. Right. And that's really what Paul is getting at here to his son in the faith, Timothy, as he's challenging him, you know, first letter that he's writing to him specifically. Um, so again, first uh, Timothy chapter one, uh, verses 12 through 17, it says, and I thank Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. This is Paul saying this, right? Verse 16. However, for this reason, I obtained mercy that in me first, Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. And then verse 17, it says now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. So as we go through our, our lives, we should be finishing with verse 17, right? Mm -hmm. To God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. That's what we should be living. That should be like, the punctuation of everything that we do, right? To him be the glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. You know, Paul kind of gives a brief little synopsis of his life in these, in these small little verses mm -hmm. of who he was, who he, who he became in Christ, and then where all that glory goes, right? He, and, and these verses 
if you were to take this and ask like, what's Paul's life? You just, you just grab this real quick and, and you're not going to get all the missions that he went on and how many times he was wrecked and scourged and, and stoned, right? You're not going to get all that, but the, the, the heart of the matter is here, right? Yeah. Because he focuses on Jesus, right? I didn't believe. And I was a knucklehead. And now I believe, and I obtain this mercy and this grace. And I understand that to God be all the glory to him, be all the glory. This is nothing about me. And so important for Timothy, who was younger in the faith, who was in, you know, in Ephesus, trying to run a church, uh, surrounded by, you know, Judaizing, pagan worship, uh, and a society that's no different than what we're facing today. It, it might have been worse, right? Mm. Um, but, but, but with all that, like, don't, don't, try to, don't try to glory in the work that you're doing for God. You can't do that, right? You can't rob God of his blessings to you, right? He's going to give it to you when you're due. But ultimately, you don't want it here. You want all of your blessings and all of your rewards stored up in heaven. So when you get there, you hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Right. Yeah. I, we want the crowns in heaven, not the, yeah. the perishing crowns here yeah. uh, on earth. And, and yeah, the, just the way Paul broke that down is almost exactly what we were just talking about before you even read the verses was yeah. how we are, we are unworthy, but, but God, you know, cleans and washes that and then uses us to bring him glory. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like, why? You know, like, why, why do you want me? Why do you yeah. want us? And, and we're his children. Mm. He chose us. Like the, those Roman 8 verses. He adopted us. He chose us before we chose him. Yeah. And he deserves all the glory because nothing we would have would be, we would have nothing if yeah. it wasn't for him. And that's why it is um, very cool when you see an athlete or a celebrity or someone with a platform in secular society stop all things and give glory to to God, to Jesus, because that is who gave them the ability to do what they did. He gave them the breath that they're breathing. Hmm. But people tend to take things for granted. We're humans, we're selfish, and we tend to try to take on all the glory for ourselves and try to show and tell everybody how cool we are and mm. what we've done. And that's why it's very, uh, very interesting, but also very potent that Paul decided to write to Timothy in this manner because he was dealing with the things that we as humans are dealing with now. We, our pride is easily puffed up by things that we think we've accomplished. So all those things you mentioned about Timothy, about the, the young, he's a, pre, a pastor, he's, He's got so much influence. He's got a, a, a platform that he's on. He could take that all to his head. Right. And Paul's saying, hey, don't forget. Like, don't forget where you came from. Don't forget why you have what you have. Don't forget to give all glory to the one that gave you anything. Yeah. And for us as humans, that's, that's, a, that's something that we have to remember and not neglect to do for everything. From the smallest to the big, because like I said, even the breath we're breathing is a gift. Amen. And for me, my closing verse that I wanted to kind of close on kind of goes exactly with this is First uh, Corinthians ten thirty one. It says, "So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God." So no matter what you're doing, and he goes as you know, minuscule as a eating or drinking question, but uh, then he goes on to say, well, "Whatever you do." do it for the glory of God. So that's 
anything you have the ability to do, anything you're res responding to with your ability, the responsibility that you need to give the glory to God, because if not, you're taking it upon yourself. And then before you know it, you'll be, before you know it, you'll be in a spot that you never thought you'd be in. And it's from taking God's glory. Because before you know it, that leads to other sins. Because you, you're puffing yourself up. You're becoming your own God at that point. You start putting other things in front of God. Before you know it, you've got all these idols that you had no idea that you even worshipped. But mm -hmm. you do every single day. And, you know, been there. that's why, you know, what Paul says, the blasphemer of God, like, been there, done that. You know, mm -hmm. I grew up in the church, but then had my own choices. And I chose to do my things for many years. And then God got a hold of me again and said, what are you doing? <laughs> And I said, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> kind of just going in circles, <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. But I do know you're good, and I should be doing what you're, what you're saying to do. And, yeah, slowly but surely, he just keeps chipping away at my stone heart and chipping away at my, you know, my, my cursed flesh and, mm -hmm. and encouraging me to die to self and give him the glory because that's who deserves it. Yeah. That's, Amen. Not someone like me. That's I mean, both yeah. of us, Nick. Yeah. Both of us. <laughs> um, so I'm going to encourage everybody to read um, Revelation chapter 4 um, because it, it talks about what, what worship truly is right. and then the throne room uh, of God. And like when, you, when you read it, I always like you, I'm like a visual guy, so I, 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 I like picture these things. I'm sure they're wrong, um, but, I, but, I, but I picture them. But I, I'm just going to read verse 11 uh, cuz i want to kind of close with verse 11 and then also just just understand you know the concept of 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 what this is picturing right because john is is given this vision of 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 you know what these things could be and as as these things are taking place like you realize you realize all the people that have gone before us to heaven are seeing this right mm -hmm. um but also all those people have had their time here on earth and there's elders in heaven that are casting their crowns or bowing down and they're casting their crowns in front of God. Right. Mm -hmm. But what they say is just so much, so much more powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're saying you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power and then this is important it says you created all things and by your will they exist and were created only by his will do we exist and we're recreated which means we have a purpose mm -hmm. but it's his purpose and his will not ours right. and that's why we give him all the glory right. that's why we seek for him to to be glorified and magnified in his name in all that we do so that so that it's nothing of us mm -hmm. right these people who have earned eldership in heaven and heaven are, are casting their crowns. They're like, nope. And they're bowing down and saying, only you are worthy. Only you. And that's something that we should, you know, try to emulate in our lives as much as possible. Yeah, and our, our worship to him needs to be from the inside to the outside. Yeah. And like you said, he, he alone deserves that glory. And if you want to read that, that chapter and when you get to those quoted parts, you can sing them as Amen. well. Because <laughs> it's a good worship song, too. There, I mean, uh, <laughs> you, you, 
If you listen to worship music, you you, you'll probably hear. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Holy, holy, right? Holy, nine. holy, yeah. Verse, yeah, for eight, verse yeah. eight, and verse eleven <laughs> are in song. For sure. Yeah. It makes me want to sing, but I won't. I'll save. Come you on, sing, Nick. No, do I'll it. Save you Why not? That. I'll save you at that. Sing, uh, <laughs> sing, sing. Stop it. Um, sing. <laughs> we, you know, we. We have a purpose, like you said. We have a responsibility. It is to give God the glory. If our purpose was to just get saved, then we would have died and got taken to heaven then. But our purpose was not only to get saved, but our purpose was to also glorify God and, and, and to further his kingdom by making disciples, right? So if you're hearing this and you know Jesus, you know your mission. If you don't know Jesus... I, I ask you to pray and ask for forgiveness and ask him into your heart today so that you can find that purpose, so that you can get yoked up with him and have that peace, so that you can realize there is only one, one that deserves all the glory, and that's God. That's Jesus. Amen. 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 Pray it out. Dear Lord, we just thank you uh, for today. We thank you for blessing us and watching over us. We thank you for just constantly revealing yourself and your faithfulness and your goodness and just all you you shower us with your love and blessings lord and we just we pray to never take it for granted lord we pray to to always give you the glory for whatever we receive lord we pray that uh, we can be those vessels of honor that that do further your kingdom that do uh, worship you in in a manner that's worthy and that and that we do um share your light love and mercy and grace even uh to those that we encounter so that we can defend and, and even share um, the faith we have in you, Lord, in a way that people can receive it, not in a manner that is aggressive or, or uh, in a way of uh, making them feel bad or making them feel uh, like they've made wrong decisions. We've all made bad decisions. We've all made wrong decisions, Lord. That's why you came here to save us. And we just thank you for, for giving up your glory in heaven and coming here to save wretched people like us. We just thank you for your constant work, constant love, and we just pray that we can continually seek you while here uh, on this planet, Lord, and I, I just pray that we, uh, we get to see your face uh, uh, in person, Lord. Uh, sooner than later, we, we don't uh, wish death on anybody, Lord, but we do wish that you come back soon. We do wish that you uh, just redeem all the, the wickedness and, and evil that the, the enemy thinks he's getting away with, and, and uh, we, just, we, we thank you for saving us and allowing us to be on, on, your, on your team, Lord, for for making us winners, to making us the overcomers, the victorious uh, children and, and soldiers uh, through you. And we just seek to give you the honor and glory uh, today and through the weekend. And uh, we, we love you and we just thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Bef before I forget, though, oh, yeah. too, it's What's my up? sister's birthday. <gasps> IT's birthday? March 1st. Today? March 1st. It's his birthday. It, is a yeah. it was delayed by a day because of the leap year, but oh, wow. she, she leveled up. All right. Happy Level birthday. Four. Level four? 40. Oh, you threw her age out Level there, four. too. Oh, oh I can't. I'm her brother. I can do that. Huh? <laughs> well, happy birthday. Love happy you. birthday. We love you. All right. Uh, don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we.